Hey, welcome to the Transforming Life Church podcast. We hope this encourages you and inspires you in your journey with Christ. So sit back, relax, and check out this week's message. We're so excited that you're tuning in. We hope you have a life-changing experience, even through uh, this stream today. Even though we can't gather together in the room, we are together in spirit. Amen. Hey, I want to encourage you. Uh, get your Bibles out and turn to the book of Psalm. And uh, we're going to jump into today's word. Uh, I want to uh, talk to you about the chronicles of quarantine uh, today. We're all quarantined and we're all locked in, so to speak. And uh, I just want to help you and encourage you because maybe in that there's a little bit of chaos. Uh, maybe you're feeling overwhelmed because you have to be home and it's not normal. Uh, you're home with your kids and you're trying to work and you're trying to teach them online and stuff like that. Maybe your job is being affected. The economy is being, a lot of things are being affected right now. So I just want to, I want to bring some encouragement uh, to you if I can uh, today. Uh, let's have a little bit of fun, if you will, because you might be home. And, and I know there's a lot of memes and, uh, and different posts getting posted out because people are, are having a little bit of cabin fever. But, uh, but yeah, so in this quarantine deal, right, there's a lot of things going on and, and going around. So you might find yourself... Um, you might find yourself looking at people funny if they just sneeze right now, right? Am I right, guy? If they sneeze, it's like, hold up, what is that? Is that allergies or is that the Roman, right? Is that allergies or is that the coronavirus? So, so there's this like, what, what do we, what do we do? Yeah, no, no sneezing back here, guys. You got, you got to dab and, and sneeze. You got to put your, you tell the kids, put your cape on, right? Um, but hey, day one of the quarantine, how many people you ate all your snacks already, right? Team, who, who, the wins ate all their snacks already. Uh, they got the house full. Uh, yeah, yeah, you may have ate your snacks already. Uh, they're telling us we're, we're, you know, the, the bell curve of trying to get uh, people to stay home and to social distance. And they want to fix that bell curve of people that are getting sick or, or, or the mortality rate. They want to flatten the curve, right? Well, maybe right now you're trying to flatten your curves, if you know what I'm saying, because all, all of the snacks that are getting ate up, right? Uh, I think it's interesting, um, toilet paper has become currency, you know, right now. It's like we're in jail, you know, so it's like, hey, um, you got some bread, I got some rolls of teepees, right? I'll give you two rolls of teepees for that loaf of bread, make it, make it three rolls, you got a deal. So we're making deals with teepees right now, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you may be faced with some crazy decisions right now, like, is seven Hot Pockets too many, right? Um, let's be honest, one Hot Pocket is too many. Um, hot pockets are no good. That will mess you up. Like, like yeah. The directions they tell you how to warm them up. They should really just say, just open up and insert directly in the toilet because that's that's what's going to happen anyway. Because hot pockets will will mess you up. Now, if you're talking about pizza rolls, that's a whole. I feel the Lord. I feel the Lord in that, Ryan. Yes. If you're talking about pizza rolls, there is unlimited uh, pizza rolls. Uh, yes. Come on. Hey, shout out to all the parents. You're becoming uh, homeschool teachers uh, right now, whether you wanted to or not. And, uh, and hey, guess what? Now you know what all the teachers feel uh, each and every day uh, with your kids, right? But, uh, but yeah, if you're a homeschool teacher now, uh, so to speak, um, maybe your kids got expelled from homeschool already. Uh, that might be a good possibility. I don't know your kids. You know your kids. Uh, maybe, maybe you were telling everyone that your kids got locked outside and you're telling them, hey, you just mind your business because we're doing a fire drill right now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, yeah, hey, no judgment coming on here, right? And just like that, prayer and spankings are back 
in schools. Can I get an amen from all the parents? Come on. Yes, Lord. How many are over this quarantine stuff? I think all of us, we're, we're, we're tired of it already. We're only a week in and we're, we're done, right? Places are closed. Uh, you can't even go to your favorite restaurant. You can get some takeout. Uh, you, know, you maybe get it dropped off. You can't even go out to those places. Maybe you're working from home or maybe you're not working at all. And as you're trying to work at home, now you've got your kids there, so trying to work with your kids is just a whole other situation. And on top of that, you're trying to teach them online. And, and it's, I'm sure some parents out there, you are feeling overwhelmed uh, right now. Hey, man, Amazon Prime isn't even working right. I tried to get something Amazon Prime. It said April 22nd delivery. I said, hold up, hold up. That's not overnight, Ruthie. That, that's not next day. That's a month, man. I guess it was not essential, so... I'll get off my soapbox right now. The economy is feeling it right now. You're feeling it. Your finances may be feeling it. People are concerned uh, for many different reasons. People are concerned for their health. We're not even sure when any of this is going to end, and the economy is probably going to take a minute for it to recover. But here's the thing. If you are a Christian, if you follow Christ, if, if you uh, believe in, in God, you're a believer, uh, it's easy to believe that God is with us on the mountaintops. It's easy to praise Him when we're on the mountaintop, right? When you get that raise, when your team wins, when your kids sleep through the night, when you get that great parking spot. Come on, you'll do a praise break right there in the, woo, yes, hallelujah, I raise a hallelujah. Come on, you, you will praise God uh, in those. It's easy, it's easy to believe God is with us on the mountaintops. It's more difficult to believe God is with us in the valleys. Those moments when we're alone, the moments when we're scared, the moments when we're hurting, the moments when we get bad news, when our finances aren't doing well, when your marriage isn't doing well, it's more difficult to believe God is with us in those times. Right now, right now, you might be feeling like you're in a valley because of everything that's going on around us with, with the virus and the effects of that. You might feel like you're in a valley right now. The valley is a place of battles. The valley is a lonely place. The valley is a place of desperation. But I want to shift your perspective about the valley today. I want to shift that for you. I want you to think about the valley differently, whether it's now or maybe you struggle with something later on. I want to shift that for you because even though the valley might be a place of battle, even though the valley might be a lonely place or a place of desperation, the valley can be a place of growth. For you. The valley can be a place where your faith is built. The valley can be a place where you truly get to know God yeah. on an intimate level. We experience God in different ways on the mountaintop than we do in the valley low. Mountaintops are encouraging, but the valleys, those are maturing. We can praise Him on the mountaintops, but the valley, the valley is the time where our faith is tested. The valley is the time where we are stretched beyond our comfort zones. The, the, the valley can be crucial in your life if you look at it the right way. We enjoy God on the mountaintops, but we get to know Him intimately in the valleys. Listen, we, we love the mountaintop, but we often loathe the valleys. I told you to turn to Psalm, turn there to chapter 84 for me this morning. Psalm 84 verses 5 through 7. Because here's the deal, I want to help you, I want to help you make that shift. I want, I want you to um, go through this valley and this season and all this stuff that's going on, and I want you to come out better on the other end of it. I want you to come out closer to God on the other end of it. I want you to, to be connected more with your family on the other end 
of this today. I want you to learn not to just get through the valley, but to grow through it as well. So Psalm 84, verses 5 through 7. Bless. Come on, look at someone. Look at your kids or your spouse or whoever's around you. You might have to just look at yourself in the mirror this morning and say, bless. Come on, say it. Blessed. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Athens, they make it a place of spring. The autumn rain is also covered with pools. They go from strength to strength till each appears before God in Zion. Heavenly Father, we love you. God, I thank you for your word. And I pray that this is an encouragement for people today. The valleys aren't fun. The valleys can be difficult. The valleys can really challenge us. But Lord, I pray that we would see it as an opportunity to be strengthened by you, to grow in you, to get closer to you. Father, when, when uh, we go through these moments in life, oftentimes we pull away from you. But God, may we be challenged and stirred to go closer to you in this time. In Jesus' name, amen. When you're reading the Bible, then it's important not to just read it, but to study it. And how you do that is you read into the context of what the passage is. So, so it's, it's playing on words. Is there a word that sticks out to you? Maybe you need to look up the original language, the, the Hebrew, the Greek. Um, you need to look at who the author is of the passage. All to get a better understanding of what the author is trying to tell you so that you can better apply that to your life. Here in this passage, we're given some geological clues. So we're given some actual places. And so I believe those places can help us understand this passage a little better. They mentioned the Valley of Baca. They, they passed through the valley as they made their pilgrimage uh, towards Jerusalem. Uh, the Valley of Baca was geographically, it was, it was a desert country. It was filled with thorns and, and wild animals. It was wilderness, right? There, there were snakes and, 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 and danger and all kinds of... It was nearly impossible to travel without facing trouble or hardship as people would go. People would avoid this area. To relate that to our lives, the Valley of Baca for us is a valley of tears. It's a valley of weeping. It's a valley of loss. In Psalm 84, 5, it said, Blessed are those whose strength is in you. If you're going through the valley right now, if you're, if you're dealing with all this stuff that's going on, many of us feel like we're in that, or, or, or maybe you find yourself in that moment sometime in your life, and you feel that like you're going through a valley, you're going through a, a difficult season, a difficult time. Can I encourage you this morning? Won't you seek his strength in the valley? Seek his strength in the valley. Blessed are those who seek his strength, whose strength is in you. If you're out there today and you're watching this somehow and you don't know God, you don't maybe believe in Him, or maybe you do, but you don't have a personal relationship with Him. When you come to the end of yourself and you come to the end of your strength, that's all you got. If you're apart from God, that's all you got. You might find yourself exhausted or you find yourself in a place where you can't take it anymore or don't think you can make it. When you come to the end of that, that's it. But come on, if you know God, if you have a relationship with Jesus today, if you are following after him, if you would say God is your God, you know that his strength is more than enough for you today. Come on, you might as well shout if you know that God's strength is more than enough for you today. Check this out. The Bible doesn't say blessed are those who make it on their own. We were not created to live independent, right? We were not created to... Uh, live apart from God. You are created to depend on God. You are created to depend on God for everything in your life. So when you are weak, His strength is made perfect in your weakness. 
Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. In the New Living Translation, it says, who have set their minds on pilgrimage to Jerusalem. In other words, blessed are those who fix their focus toward God. So you need to seek his strength, but you also need to fix your focus on God in those valley moments in your life. Fix your focus. Fix your focus on things that are above, not on things that are below. I mentioned to you last week, if you tuned in with us, I said, turn the TV off, turn the news off, turn the updates off, get off of, of social media for a minute, and focus on things that are above, right? It, it, you might need to get away for a moment uh, amidst all the chaos and the uh, you know, not, not being normal and, 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 and just focus on things above, not things that are below. Uh, Colossians tells us whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is excellent and praiseworthy, the word to think about those things. That we're to think on those things because what you focus on, what you think about matters. Right? For instance, if, you, if you're having a hard time sleeping, it's like, oh my gosh, I, I can't sleep. I can't sleep at night. I've had days and I'm, I'm tired. I'm, I'm exhausted. What am I going to do? I can't, I can't sleep. Another night, another sleepless night, and you lay your head on the pillow, and all you think about is, I just can't sleep, I can't sleep. What do you think's going to happen? You're not going to sleep, right? If there's a, an addiction, or, or there's a bad habit, or, or a sin that maybe you're dealing with, and, and all you can seem to think about is, i got to stop this, i got to stop doing this. If, if you struggle with porn, and you're just, I, I, this is bad, I feel shame, I know I shouldn't do it, i got to stop looking, i got to stop going to this. And all you're doing is, is thinking about that thing, and guess what? It's going to be hard to overcome that. Fix your focus on God. Fix your focus on Him. Oftentimes we can be more focused on our circumstance and not enough on God. Oftentimes we look at our circumstance and we look at how big our problem is and we forget how big our God is. Come on, fix your focus on God today as you're going through the valley. Your current circumstance, it might be in the valley. Why don't you focus on God? The psalmist in Psalm 121, verses 1 and 2 said, I lift my eyes up to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Check it out, man. My heart, it might be anxious, but my focus is fixed on the Lord. My soul, it might be aching. My, my, my focus is fixed. My emotions, they might be racing. My focus is fixed. And here's what it's fixed on, that God is still good even when life doesn't seem to be. God is still in control even when things seem to be out of control. Fix your focus. Fix it on Him. The wrong that got you overwhelmed, you feel like you got too much to do, you feel like everything is just uh, out of control and not normal. Maybe, maybe already, before all this happened, maybe your marriage was in a bad place. Maybe your finances were uh, in, in a bad place. Maybe your health was in a bad place. Whatever it is, whatever you go, whatever valley you might be dealing with, fix your focus on the Lord. Let him strengthen you. Seek his strength and fix your focus on him. Verse 6 says, as they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover with pools. As they pass through the valley of Baca. Listen, you might be in the valley right now, but the valley is not your destination. The valley is not, you, you are just passing through. Come on, you need to get a hold of that this morning. This is why David in Psalm 23 could say, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because the Lord is with me. 
You're going through it, but God is going to strengthen you through it. He's going to grow you through it if you will let him. Many times, though, we just want to. We just want to escape. If I can just get through this, if I can just get on the other side of this. But the way is through, not out. The way is through. Now, in fact, you might be praying against some things in your life that you're supposed to go through. Think about that for a minute. Verse 7 says, they go from strength to strength. So they each appear before God in Zion. Zion uh, was often referred to as, as Jerusalem. Jerusalem, they, they, were, they were interchangeable words. Zion and, and Jerusalem. Zion was actually a, a, a hill fortress that David uh, took captive when he came in. In fact, the whole region around Jerusalem, all of Israel became known as Zion. And they're both... Uh, mean where God dwells, a house of God, a city of ref refuge, a, a place of, of peace. So to get to Zion, to get to Jerusalem, to get to the city of refuge, they traveled through the valley. For many, the valley is the pathway to the place of peace. For many, the, the valley is the pathway to the city of refuge where God is. As they pass through the valley of Acre, they make it a place of springs. Think about that. They make it a place of springs and autumn rains also cover with pools. In the King James Version, it says they make it a well. They make it a well. When you're in a dry place, you got to dig a well. Yeah. you got to dig a, a well. What is a well? It's simply a small hole that becomes a container to catch the rain. Seek his strength. Fix your focus. Have some faith right now and dig a well. Yeah. Your faith is, is what's going to dig that well. Your faith, as you seek him, you build your faith. We talked about that last week. And as you show him your faith, he will show you his faithfulness. Come on, somebody. Yeah. How many times did Jesus look at the lame, or he looked at the beggar, or he looked at, at, at someone who was crippled, and, and, and he didn't lay hands on him, right? He didn't get the oil out, y'all. He didn't lay hands on him, you know, he didn't do it. He just simply said, get up and what? Walk. Get up and walk. And it was their faith, he would tell them, it's your faith that's making you whole. It's your faith that is making you whole. You gotta dig a well. Faith activates his faithfulness. Come on, you gotta, you gotta dig it. Can you dig it today? I'm not trying to be like a soul brother or anything. Can you dig it? <laughs> dig a well. Come on, dig a well. Take up some faith right now. Right now when it feels like nothing is normal right now. My, my schedule is off, it is chaos. This is not what I'm used to. This is not what I had planned. So why don't you seek his strength now in this valley? Why don't you fix your focus? Why don't you have some faith? Why don't you begin to dig a well? Because in these valley moments, we're going to want to quit. But if you'll dig the well, if you take up some faith, if you'll seek him, if you'll seek his strength, guess what? The Bible says if you draw near to him, right? If you draw near, if you'll dig the well, if you'll draw near to him, guess what? If you dig it, he will fill it. So if you draw near to him, he's going to draw near to you. Right? So, so hey, guess what? You're going to want to give up. So, man, if, you, if, you'll, if you'll seek him, if you'll seek guess what? If you seek him, you will find him. Right? Come on. You're going to feel overwhelmed at times in life. Not just now, but at times. You're going you're to have to dig a well. And, and if you'll make room for God, he will reveal himself to you. And check this out. God rarely reveals himself when you're rushed. What does he tell us? He says, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. You're going to have to dig that well. You're going to have to take some time and seek his strength, fix your focus, 
and take a well. And here's the deal. God never says that we won't go through valleys in our life. That's never promised to us. But what is promised, here's the promise. You will never have to go through those valleys alone. He will be there with you the entire time. So when it's dark, when it seems like there's a storm, when it seems like there's trouble, when, it, when you feel at your weakest, guess what? He's your light in the darkness. Guess what? He's your peace in the storm. Guess what? He's your joy in the trouble. He is your strength when you are weak. You might have a family member who's sick. Come on. Why don't you go ahead and trust that family member to God and go ahead and thank him for that healing right now. Why, 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 you know, your finances might be going all over the place right now. Why don't you go ahead and trust your finances to him and go ahead and thank him for that provision right now. Praise him before the prayer is even answered. Come on. Dig a well today. Enjoy him on the mountain. Get to know him in the valley. Seek his strength. Fix your focus. Dig a well. I'm going to get ready to close out. We're going to sing one more worship song together. But I want to encourage you with this as I close out today. I want you to consider Paul. How many times was Paul imprisoned? How many times was he locked up for sharing the gospel? For doing the work of the Lord? He was imprisoned multiple times, yet he was still able to write to churches all over. And those letters that he had sent out and wrote have become nearly half of the New Testament that we have today. Those obstacles that he faced, they didn't hold him back. Not even prison held him back. In fact, one time he was in prison and they prayed the chains off of themselves. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were thrown into a fiery furnace. They refused to bow down to the image that King Nebuchadnezzar were telling them to worship. They said, we're going to worship God no matter what you do. They fell into the fiery furnace and said, we're going to still worship God. And whether he delivers us or not, we're going to worship him. Still, and God delivered them from the fiery furnace. He was there right with them every step of the way. Jesus himself faced death on the cross and rose victorious from the grave. Come on, somebody shout right now. You may be really going through the valley right now, but that valley is not the destination. This is going to pass. We are going to get through this. But while you're in it, while everything seems to be going crazy, while you may be stressed out and overwhelmed right now, won't you seek his strength? Why don't you fix your focus on the Lord today? Why don't you go ahead and dig a well and allow this to be an opportunity for God to grow you, for your faith to grow, for your relationship to, to, to God to grow. Don't look at this as an obstacle, but look at it as an opportunity for God to strengthen you those around you. Right where you're at right now, will you close your eyes and lift your hands to the Lord. If you are feeling overwhelmed right now, you feel like I am in the valley of Baca right now, why don't you fix your eyes on Him? Fix your attention on Him. Seek His strength right now. And I pray His peace will come all over you. I pray His Holy Spirit through this camera lens, through the internet right now, that His presence would invade the room that you are in, whether that's your living room, or wherever you are at. Holy Spirit, flood that space right now. And begin to allow your peace to move in their life. And as your peace falls, as your Holy Spirit falls, God, let those feelings of being overwhelmed lift off, God. Even though I'm going through it, even though I'm going through the valley, my focus is fixed. I know where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. I know where my strength comes from. I'm going to dig this well. God, you're going to fill it. I'm going to be strengthened. I'm going to grow. And I'm going to get 
Hey, thanks for tuning in this week. If you'd like more info about our church, if you'd like to make a donation to our ministry here at Transforming Life, go to www.tlchurchpc.com. If you haven't been to our church yet, we would love to meet you. Come by for a life-changing experience. God bless.